Hi, and welcome back to The Real Estate Expert. Today, I am so honored to have two guests with me. One is a future realtor, and the other is a current designer. Talk about the chip gains of Cypress. That is who he is, Richie Howard and Shanila Manon. How are you guys today? Hi, I'm doing well. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. I'm Shanila Manon. I'm the one who is going to be a future realtor. I'm super excited to venture into this world and just see what everything's about. Um, we're also here to ask some questions to Richie Howard to see how he feels about designing and doing uh, being a homeowner. Shanila, thank you so very, very much. Yes, we are so honored to have Richie Howard here. Richie is a professional designer, but Richie is also, he and his wife are former clients of the real estate expert. So Richie's going to share a little bit with us about when he purchased his home, did he see it being the perfect home? What has he done to help make it? He's going to tell us the good, the bad, and the ugly of being a home owner. Richie, thank you so much for joining us. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. Yes, my name is Richie Howard. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to dive right into it. Um <clears throat> Yvonne was the per uh, the agent that actually sold us this home, and when we actually looked into the home, I right away I take a notice when I walk through the front door coming into the home, and usually it's like the foyer, the staircase, and just the overall <clears throat> styling of the styling of the home is something that actually uh, takes the attention to uh, to mine. And with me being a designer and a person that actually remodels, I can right away see the things that I can build up on or I can actually change <clears throat> and um, bring about the design, uh, bring about more of the design aesthetics to it to make it a much more nicer home. Richie, let me ask you, you just mentioned something that you're a designer. Tell us a little bit about your company and how long you've been designing. When did you get that design bug? Because I can walk in a house and I see a green wall. It'll stay a green wall. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Yvonne. Uh, that's the one of the main things that people will probably be more interested in finding out about me, whether how does this come about with me? Because when one looks at me or kind of know of my background as being my other full time work is in sales. Um, <clears throat> me being a designer and an interior designer and remodeling, it's, it's something that's been with me since maybe 1996. Uh, so I say that because throughout my um years in school I was um I took the you know marketing classes abstract painting design and all the other studies of his, uh, art history so that brings about the collective uh, mindset of of um what one one goes into in doing all the design work so it, it really wasn't a bug that hit me it was just kind of some much more of my talent or the creative talent that was instilled in me uh that brings about the insured thought of how I can make something come alive or make something more beautiful or create something. So, um, yes, I've been doing design work since 1996. I did, um, 
I did two homes in Kingwood. I did a home in the Woodlands. I did a home in Paraland. And uh, these immediate friends that live in apartments and townhomes, those are uh, things I've kind of, you know, touched upon and did some paint work and design work for them as well. Now, Ricky, tell me this. We have a new agent uh, to be visiting with us today, Shanila Manon. What would you tell Shanila when she's showing clients properties and she may take them into what we call in the real estate industry a fixer-upper? What would you say to her to say to the client? What elements of a home would she say, you know what, you can change that? Are there any elements that can't be changed uh, I, here's the thing I always think that there's there's no elements that can be changed I purely had like for agents to kind of overall look at the perspective area for what they act for where they actually you know that that clients want to move into uh, I look to give the advice to say make sure that if they have kids uh, it's all about the schooling um, you know, I don't like to never say zip code, but it's all about the area, the schooling, and the quality of the neighborhood. So um, if the home is not totally complete in mindset for what the client slash customer is looking for, right away I would give the advice to the incoming uh, real estate agent um, to speak about this home may not have the exact things of what you're looking for is all the qualities but it, it could as a fixer-upper in uh, looking at the market and the ups and downs of how the quality of how the homes in the area have been, been compared to uh, use that as a selling point and making sure that they will meet the expectations to say this home is sellable and it could be the one that you want because of the uh, all the other things that surround the neighboring area. Richie, I see Shanila is jumping up and down to ask you a question. Go ahead, Shanila. Okay, so my question would be, um, what would be the good part of having a home, like being a homeowner? What are the good qualities of being a homeowner? Well, <laughs> right away, I always say it's, <laughs> God's not making no more land. If it's if it's if it's a building or if it's a home itself or if it's just property with just dirt on the ground, it's always an equity, uh, an investment. And if it's a home and if it's a place that you where a place that you're going to be living, um, I always say by if it's if let me let me back up. If it's a young couple that's it's a first time home buyer. Um, and they're young professionals. I would always say try to, you know, start your life off and start your family off and get in a home that, you know, in a medium price that you would come to like and find in the area that actually would um, a growing area to where if later on as you guys advance in your careers. Uh, then you can say we've kind of maybe outgrown this home, but at the same time, it's a beautiful home in its sense of how you ex uh, expect to um, expand upon the equity and um, to maybe look for another home, a bigger home, um, or a home of your desire. So um, I'm hoping I'm at answering your question there. So I think you did. I think he did a great job. What do you think, Shanila? I think he did great. He definitely nailed the point on that one. 
Now, Richie, I'm going to put you on the spot here because last week our show was on adulting, talking about those young people that are 20 to 35 years old, give or take, that are sticking their toe in the water of being an adult. They are wanting to step out and say become a homeowner. They're ready to stop paying rent. But one of the things that I find so true is sometimes they want the house that their parents have, and they're just sticking their toe in the water. And one of the things we talked about last week was some of the young uh, people that are adulting, because that's the new hip word, of calling them adults, um, they they want to, my grandmother used to have the phrase, bite off more than they can chew. What, what you've owned several properties and you're by no means a senior citizen, but what would you say to that young 20-year-old that says, I'm ready to bite the real estate bullet? Very good question, and that's kind of a question that actually, you know, sets in the minds of the parents of when their kids are, you know, finishing up schooling and they're ready to advance on to um, a higher grade of schooling. And in in the midst of what they're doing, they're always looking to um, kind of become into their own space and looking for something. And um, as leaving their parents' home, we always try to give them a better notion and a, and a pathway to uh, understanding life and trying to stay ahead of life and the quality of uh, what there needs to be. And um, to leave home to go to an apartment or to leave home and to continue on the an unknown path of, um, of living in an apartment from apartment to apartment is really not the what you want to do. Um, <clears throat> a young teen should do or a parent should uh, – take a curb into the understanding and the thought of that um i all here's the, here's the gut of the thing here i always inspire and try to tell young teens to try to, to do more than what your parents did or have more than what your parents have uh, in doing so that's not to say go out and buy this 300 four hundred thousand dollar home or even a two hundred thousand dollar home I would say starting out if you're single and you're a young professional and you just finished schooling, I would say I would definitely say get something that's very affordable. No one wants to jump out and fail. So as you, we all know, there's, you know, life can change on a flip of a dime as we've come to go through what we're going through now with the pandemic. Um, but <clears throat> the thing about it is that I think they should start out somewhere roughly in like a hundred and fifty thousand, a hundred and eighty thousand dollar home, something that meets the young professionals' um, um, income agreement for the monies that they're actually making, and of course along the way that they're still in their studies and they're still kind of on kind of a thought of what they want to do and whether or not they're going to still pursue what they have in mind to do. So you never want to bite off more than you can chew, as uh, Yvonne was just explaining. You want to be able to be comfortable in your setting to start out in a more quality-like type of way and buying a home, a good quality home, it be, be it if it's a town home, uh, but at the same time, look at it in all reasonable senses as in <clears throat> you're starting out you need to start out between 150 to 185,000, something that meets your income 
um, for where it doesn't break you, but at the same time, as you advance in life and as you finish schooling and you move into the next level, and if it's a great quality home, great quality town home or the area you moved in, always look to say, this is my first. And you you can go back and or along the way, you can invest in it to be able to sell that and to get the next uh, home that you desire. And then that way you can be able to hopefully capitalize on that home in the years that you're there before you actually sell it. Fantastic. Ricky, you have given some such sound advice because that's exactly what I would tell, especially I have two uh, young people that are considered uh, sticking their toe in the adulting arena. And that's exactly what I say to them. And even if they have to put, we've talked about sweat equity in a property. Even if they have to get in there and do some painting and do some fixing up, that that's going to just help them and add equity and add value to their house. And it gives them more of a sense of ownership to, to their property. Well, I appreciate both of you for the knowledge that you guys are giving because me, as someone who is stepping into the adulting world, this is like amazing advice and, you know, something I can definitely take for a long time. It's going to apply as I grow older and start getting more of my body parts into the water rather than just wetting my toe, you know. Um, Yeah, I really appreciate both of your guys' inputs into that. Uh, But Richie, what is... um, your company like how can we get a hold of you and you know what's the name of your company so are you saying Shanila that you don't know how to do all of the painting and things that we've said uh that would uh be sweat equity into a property is that why you're wanting to see who can help you yes uh, I don't know how to do any of that you know like when you rent, when you do things like that, you don't learn how to paint. You don't do things like that to your apartment. So, yeah, who would I contact to do that for me? I think. And how would I get in contact with you? Seeing your work, you know, <laughs> I definitely want that information. Well, I am certainly qualified to uh, do the work. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, those things come at a cost. Uh, but at the same time, at the same time, everything is negotiable and it's all depending on, you know, what type of work you want. And for the work that I do, I really put my time into it and I take the, the understanding time to make your property much more valuable and build the equity into it. So, uh, you know, it's a thought when you look at a home that you say, oh, that's a great price. The home is going for 100000 120000 But you walk inside and the whole kitchen looks like, what year was this place built? Uh, so don't be deterred by that. Don't, don't let that be a setback. Let that be your open, uh, have your mind to be open with a greater opportunity to say, you know what? I'm going to put some work into this here and this is where I'm going to gain the dollar. Uh, gain the equity in this your home so sometimes I mean that's as everyone knows it you know it's all about getting a home at the best time at the best price and be able to kind of work your magic into the home and be able to later on I'm not saying you're buying it to flip it but at the same time people buy property people buy homes to be able to advance and capitalize on it in such sense so 
Uh, those are some things I actually done. And this is some of the things that I actually mentioned to people when they're buying homes or even if they already have already bought a home. I always come in and say, uh, what is it that you would like to do to be able to make this home much more uh, bring some capital to it or if you want to build some equity into it and it's all it's as everyone come to know it's always granite countertops hardwood floors and you know it's always the changing out of the windows and um, I don't too much quickly like to go on the outside of source landscape and I tend to stay inside first to kind of you know because that's the first thing you notice when an agent is trying to you know wanting to sell you a home you really want to kind of make sure you put into the understanding of how can I change that to where three to five years if I wanted to sell it that I can capitalize I don't know I'm just kind of throwing out there 20 30 40 thousand but you know that's it's all with the understanding of how much you how much work you put into it um, how much you're willing to spend and put into the home my name of course is Richie Howard um, my uh, design company is uh, Richie Howard Interior Design. You can reach me at 832-489-1156. That's my cell phone number. And you can reach me quicker if you actually text me because I'm I get quite busy, <laughs> especially when the you know the time of uh, home selling comes about and the changing of the seasons come about. Everybody wants to spruce up, change up, paint, or they actually just moved and need something actually done in the home as far as chandelier ceiling fans or just painting just so painting a room itself or a bathroom itself and uh, my email is uh, rr howard h-o-w-a-r-d s-r-e-p like sales rep s-r-e-p at gmail.com so if you can't um your immediate my immediate contact is my texting to my cell phone number but also that's my email as well and uh, you can reach me at home, but usually I'm not here. I, I do work full time. Um, so it um, let's just stick with the let's just stick with the email in the um, in my cell phone number is in texting me. Richie, thank you so very much. And Richie has agreed to put some before and after photos of some of the work that he's done. Make sure you go on to our Instagram page at balanced underscore life underscore realty and see some of his work. Seeing is believing. I think he is absolutely positively amazing and like I say all the time if I don't know it I'll bring people who do thank you so much Shanila thank you Richie and until next time you have a blessed and wonderful week oh, yeah, yeah.